Howdy, Mountaineers. Thanks for listening to Lucky Episode 7 of The Girls Who Get It. We have finally completed the first full week of October, which means we're getting closer to the end of 2023. Hmm. But until Mariah Carey finishes defrosting on November 1st, we have some fun stuff to look forward to next year, namely the 2024 Summer Olympics. So although the games don't start until July 26th of 2024, the Paris Olympics have already made history as the first Olympic Games that will have a perfectly equal number of athletes from each gender. Now, the International Olympic Committee started these efforts in 1996, enshrining their dedication to the advancement of female athletes into the Olympic Charter. The 2012 Games in London were the first ones to have women competing in every event offered. Later, the 2020 Tokyo Olympics were nearly even in terms of gender, with female athletes making up 48.7% of the field, which to that point were the closest to equal the summer games had been there were also three disciplines in the 2020 games that achieved full gender parity which were the bmx racing mountain biking and freestyle wrestling then the winter games in 2022 45 percent of participating athletes were female which is the closest to equal the winter games had been up to that point now picture it paris 2024 of The 10,500 competing athletes, 5,250 of them will be women and 5,250 of them will be men, which means it will be a perfectly 50-50 equal field, which is a long way from 1900, which is when women first competed in the modern games. There were just 22 female athletes among the 997 athletes there and they were limited to just five events so even though the games haven't started this is huge like they're all they've already made history and i'm i'm excited to see how this pans out but among those 5,250 women in 2024 there will be a few lady mountaineers who are looking for a spot among them one of them being mary tucker who's a star shooter for WVU rifle team and a silver medalist for the U.S. in the 2020 Olympics for the 10-meter mixed team air rifle. Tucker is one of 14 female alumni who have competed in the Olympics. The first Mountaineer girly to appear in the Games was swimmer Eileen Convery, who competed for Ireland in 1998. Now, I couldn't find numbers from the 2020 Olympics as to, like, how many... Mountaineers were in those games. Uh, the WVU Sports website has not been updated yet. So I looked, I promise, I swear I tried. But there were 10 Mountaineers in Rio in 2016. And of those 10, sorry, I have Sydney here with me. I forgot to introduce her. Hi, Sydney. Hey. I want your reaction on this. Okay. Of the 10 Mountaineers in Rio in 2016, nine of them were women. That's so good. We That's had. So cool. We had one we had one Ken in Rio in 2016. One Ken in Rio. And a whole bunch of Barbies. And I didn't realize that how many of them there were. But we had Sarah Ann Brault competed in the triathlon. Kadisha Buchanan and Ashley Lawrence, who we have mentioned on the podcast before, both played soccer for Canada that year. 
while Jessica O'Connell was on the track and field team for our neighbors to the north. Natalie Burton and Yelena Luchanka both played basketball for their home countries of Australia and Belarus. Lastly, Ziva Jorsak, Jenny Thrasher, and Petra Zublossing all competed in women's shooting because we're... We say basketball, we say football, we say baseball. We're a rifle school. We are a rifle school. We are always and always will be a rifle school. All three of those women competed in women's shooting. Dvorak for Slovenia, Zublossing for Italy, and Thrasher for none other than the United States of America. Now, I'm excited to see how many Mountaineers are taking the trip to Paris this year. Hopefully it's Mary Tucker because I want to see her make a return. I think I want to see her get gold. Oh, absolutely. I think that would be... I mean Amazing. to already to already have an Olympic medal around your neck, no matter what it is, in bronze, college. silver, or gold in college, is is insane. That's ridiculous. But we we always want our Mountaineers going for the gold. Oh yeah, we we are we are a gold and blue school after all. We are not a gold and silver school. Mountaineers go first, baby. There we go. But it's hard to tell what events they'll be competing in in Paris. But maybe it will be in one of four new events being introduced to the Olympics in Paris 2024, which are skateboarding, surfing, sport climbing, which involves climbing a rock wall, and breaking, which is more commonly known as break dancing. I didn't know that they were introducing break dancing to the Olympics. I would love to see that. I it's, can't wait to see that, actually. I read into it, and it's like solo, like... Versus kind of, it's giving, I feel like it's going to be like a riff off from Pitch Perfect, but oh, like yeah. in dance. <laughs> did we, did we also, did we also hear about flag football and lacrosse? Uh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. You're getting ahead of me. Okay, lovely. But, so the, so skateboarding, surfing, sport climbing, and breaking are new in 2024. Those are already in the games. Athletes are already being chosen. I think I'm most excited for breaking. I'm just excited to see it. Like, I want to see how it works. I feel like sport climbing is also going to be really interesting. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, skate... I feel like we could pull some good... I know we don't have, like, a collegiate team of it. I feel like West Virginia is going to pull some great sports climbing people for the USA. That's where Mountaineers are going to thrive because we're. that's literally... It's in our blood. That's what we are. Lovely. But And skateboarding and surfing are always going to be cool because, like, hello, it's skateboarding and surfing. But if they aren't competing in any of those new events in 2024... The organizers for the 2028 Los Angeles Games announced yesterday that they are proposing baseball and softball, cricket, flag football, lacrosse, and squash for the 2028 Summer Games. So maybe one of those will be a better fit. I love it. I'm going to start I'm going to start playing cricket now. I'm going to pick it up <laughs> and I'm going to be ready to go. Ready to go. I got 5 years. I'm ready. See, I wonder if there will be any MLB players in baseball cuz I know that like sometimes or I forget if there's certain restrictions or if it's just that NBA players don't always want to play Olympic basketball. There was restrictions with gymnastics. You had to pick if you wanted to be a collegiate until a couple years ago. And I think honestly still I don't really know the stipulation, but I remember it very heavily with like Jordan Weber, um, I don't Caitlin Osaka, um, I'm trying to think there was another girl from UCLA that were all Olympic athletes they all went to ucla for two years to keep up with their craft and to train and then they had to leave school and declare to go pro i believe suny lee just declared pro so that she could pursue um the olympics again for for 2024 the, yeah for the winter games yeah but um 
Or I think gymnastics is in the summer games, right? Is gymnastics in the summer games? I think so. Yes, it is. It 100% is because last time <laughs> I watched last time I watched the Olympics was at Myrtle Beach with my family, and it was 100% during the summer. <gasps> so, she, so she'll be going for 2024, which would make sense with the timeline. So, yeah, so I'm wondering as far as, like, baseball, which, granted, there's, like, no professional, like, major, like major league softball thing, which... I think should be a thing, but that's a conversation for another day. But I'm wondering how MLB players are going to do that, or if they or if they can play in the the Olympics, if they're going to want to play in the Olympics. If they don't play, who's going to play? Like baseball will be interesting. Baseball is also one of those sports where I feel like they're going to have awesome. They are going to have an interesting time pulling American players. Exactly. Because a lot of our MLB players are probably going to represent their home countries. Oh, yeah. I mean, Japan, the Japanese mm-hmm. baseball team would be wild. Because, I, I mean, if... I mean, if the they... The Dominican Republic? If they play for their home countries, Shohei Otani would be on the Japan team. Mm-hmm. We'd get crushed. <laughs> Again, I say... The Dominican, the Dominican Republic. Republic. Uh, there's a few from Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Like, I I wouldn't be banking. I mean, I always bank on America, but I wouldn't necessarily say it would be an easy win for America. Now, oh, no, 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 no. Not we, at all. Before we get ahead of ourselves, the IOC still needs to vote on these games. So these are the games that are being proposed to be voted on mm-hmm. for the 2028 Olympics. Now, that being said... I think I really I really want baseball and softball in there. Oh, absolutely. One because I love baseball. Two because like after like high school, college softball players like never get to play again, which is so sad. Or they never get to play on like a really big scale. So I would love to see softball in the Olympics and just see like who all comes out. Because I mean, now softball was in the Olympics at one point. Uh, it started in. It, okay, so softball was in the Olympics at one point. It was there in the 1996 games in Atlanta, in 2000, 2004, 2008, and then it was back in 2020. But, I mean, to be honest, I hardly remember the 2008 games. So, like, I don't really remember seeing softball in the Olympics very well. I mean, besides 2020, which the U.S. team got silver, so... <laughs> My pronouns are USA. <laughs> but, cool. but no, because it, it makes me so sad that there's like one limited college softball teams. Like WVU doesn't even have a softball team. Well, no, we do. It's the Iowa State team. But <laughs> we have a club softball team. Yeah. But Shout out to former pres- uh, WVU softball exec members, Morgan Donati and Emma Rakowski. They are my homies. Aww. And my best friend, she was sorority president and she was softball president same year. Wow. She was kick- kicking butt and taking names. Absolutely. I mean, swear. We, we do have a club team, but I mean, that's not and they like- kill it. Like, they kill it. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, like, you can't get scholarships for it. Oh, yeah. It's not like a varsity team. And, and like, th- there's limited, like, D1 varsity softball programs already. And then, that like, the fact that there's hardly any opportunities to play professionally and the professional leagues that do exist are very, very small. It makes me so sad that that's, like, one of the only sports that it's it's big. Like, 
a lot of girls in high school and college play it, and then mm-hmm. there's just no opportunity for them after that. So I didn't. We both have short-lived high school softball playing dreams. Yes, we did. I I would have loved to have played softball. I literally I just can't catch any. I can I can catch a cold. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs> but yes, so I I hope they bring softball back, like softball and baseball back in the 2028 Olympics. I'm also kind of excited for flag football. Like I, I'm excited for there to be like women's flag football. I am like going, powder puff. <gasps> We're not calling it powder puff, but I'm excited for there to be women's flag football. I didn't even think about the fact that there would be women's. Fo- it's men's and women's. I'm going to become an absolute menace if they bring football to the Olympics. Catch, catch Kaylee and I competing on the women's on flag, the flag football, football team, team for the USA. What position would I even play? I don't know. I was a, I was a center in my high school's like after prom powder puff games. Like prom was on a Friday, and then we'd get up Saturday morning and we'd go play powder puff. So oh. like our senior skip day, it was my junior year. So I played for the juniors and we played against the seniors. So I didn't actually get to go to prom because my high school was a ju- like a seniors only prom. So the seniors all went to they had their senior skip day. They went to prom on Friday night, and then we had the home team advantage because a lot of us did not go to prom the night before. So we got up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and we we still lost to the seniors. Oh, no. So I'm the on my redemption were, arc. The seniors were on that prom adrenaline. Like five years later. <laughs> Bro, for real? See, I think my school had a powder puff game, but it, it wasn't super big, and it was kind of just at a random point, and... Uh, the girls on the team bullied me, so I well, didn't that's awful. play. But um, anyway, um, <laughs> I said, "Oh, that's awful." <laughs> but no, literally, I will be such a menace if football is in the Olympics. But enough of that. Enough of this future 2024, 2028. I'm gonna be 27 in 2028. Oh my I'll gosh! I'll be 26. That's ew, ew. that's disgusting. I don't want to think about ew. it. So enough of that. But so those are the proposed games for the 2028 Olympics. But what games do you want to see? Like maybe beyond 2028? Because I know we were talking about this yesterday. Competitive tag actually goes so hard these videos are so funny look it up right now literally Literally? look up world tag championship yeah it is there's a tagger and there is there's like a chaser and a chased and you have 30 seconds to like not get tagged in this arena and you like jump around on things obstacles like it's and it's in a little 30 second burst, so it's perfect mm-hmm. for my little like attention deficit brain that can't pay attention to like a four hour long football <laughs> game. Like it's just 30 seconds. I love just it. 30 seconds on, a little bit of time se- off. Yep. 30 seconds on, a little bit of time off. Like it's perfect. And it's actually so fun. And then when you get caught, like the whole arena lights up red. And then if you, I think they call it if you evade for, if 30 you evade seconds, for 30 seconds, then a whole thing turns green. Like the lighting is so sick. There's obstacles everywhere. I, I don't even gonna say low key. I high key want to see that in the Olympics in the I, future. I don't know why it already isn't in the Olympics. I am an Ohio girl, and I will ride for the Olympic cornhole team. Yo. The yeah. Olympic cornhole team. There's a world. There's, I mean, I think you should have Olympic poker. No offense. Like, it sounds horrible. 
Like I know it's not a like I know it's not like a competitive like athletic yeah. sport. There's a World Series of Poker. Like I think cornhole f- kind of falls into a similar category, although it is a sport. It does kind of qua- it does require more physical strategy rather than mental in the terms of yeah gambling. You'd obviously have to be of a certain age to to, <laughs> to be, be an Olympic poker person. Same thing with that. I think some professional tailgating. I think we could. I think you could pull the entire Morgantown team, get a USA no, team the, straight out of Morgantown. The preliminaries are just the blue lot on a Saturday. Morgantown. Tuscaloosa, Alabama, University of Michigan. Yo. Pull from them big schools. Oh, you, oh, yeah. I'm shouting out my Athens, Ohio people. And then, oh my gosh, who is it? What college is in like New- Tulane? Tulane. Tulane. Catch them on Mardi Gras. They're all qualified. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going we're gonna to pull together an Olympic tailgating team. Okay. Given the trajectory this sport has taken in recent years, how long do you think it'll be until pickleball? Pickleball. Pickle. <laughs> Pickleball's in there soon. Oh, yeah. It's ha- I mean, granted, it's giant ping pong or mini tennis, however you want to look at it. I think pick- here's the thing that I think is going to be good for pickleball, though, is a lot of Olympians are very young. A lot of people True. phase out of their sports. Our, our elderly demographic, in at least in America, the elderly demographic, I'd love to see, like... My 75-year-old Nana, like, getting after it for a gold medal and some pickleball. Like, I think I think that could be amazing. <laughs> I would love to Just watching that. all, like, the old people when they walk out in, like, the parade of champions. Just, like, a bunch of old people in tracksuits. They're like, those are the pickleballers! <laughs> I'm dead serious. That's so... I think, I think, I mean, I think it'll be the next Summer Games. I think they'll loop that into the proposal. Or it'll be, <sighs> what's after 2028? 2032? 2032, yeah. Ew. This is, we can't talk about this. I just gagged I'll a be 30 bit. years old. That's nine years. I can't think about this. I don't want to think about it. My life flashes before my eyes. Being what? a senior, you're in grad school, being a senior, or like the age that we're at, so difficult to realize the passage of time. <laughs> uh, yeah. N- so what, if an event was made, an Olympic event, what do you think you could meddle in? Like anything. Like, it could be something in the Olympics right now, something not in the Olympics. What do you think you could meddle in if it was an Olympic event? God, I got to think about it. I, I've i never lost a tailgate. <laughs> I've never lost a WVU tailgate. Got to say that much. Um, I don't know. I feel like if I hope it exists because it is a professional sport, and I don't know if they've ingratiated it into the Olympics or not, maybe even for women. I golfed in high school. I was I pretty think, good at golf. I think there's Olympic golf. Okay. I'm I'm most Call deaf. me up team USA. I'm almost Let's 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 make it happen. There it is. Yes, Olympic golf. And there is Olympic golf for women. Oh, so. amazing. Love that. Um I don't know. I'm trying to think of like things to do. Oh, treadmill strutting. <gasps> so there's this girl. I love her. Allie Bennett. On TikTok, she makes these treadmill stretch. She's made one for like every single. <gasps> I've seen those. Like every single Taylor Swift era, she has like a Taylor Swift one. Ones for the Jonas Brothers, like just all these random things. And I just I got into them like two years ago, and it's been like my workout. Like I just treadmill strut my problems away. Like I just walk on the treadmill, act like it's my world tour, and I'm like absolutely killing it. No one can touch me. Like life is good, and I treadmill strut my problems away. So let's get some Olympic treadmill strutting and. 
I'll be I'll be winning the silver medal because Allie Bennett got to win that gold. Absolutely, she's the queen of it all. Absolutely, I could, I would love a good treadmill strut Olympic event. See, I think now this would depend on the day and the circumstance. I think I could win an Olympic event of putting makeup on. Because when I tell you, I were talking about like speed or skill. Okay, I could also do speed. So over the summer, I worked at WDTV. I was on air every day that I worked, and I would go on at four. There was one time, it was like three fifty. I had no makeup on, no hair. I might have had my dress on because sometimes I would wear like a t-shirt and like sweatpants, sweat and change there, and. I think so. I think I had my dress on. I had nothing else ready. I was on in ten minutes. Got completely ready with like two minutes to spare. Slapped on my makeup, did my hair, went on camera ready. Now I think I would also get silver or bronze because have you seen Caroline Collins on TikTok? I was just about to say you remind me. That reminds me of Caroline Collins. I love this girl. No, li- she's got done it in five minutes. Full face of camera ready makeup. I also love when they're doing the V only journalism people are gonna understand this, but when they open with like a VO of like video and then they and cut she's to studio getting ready while and she's, she's putting doing a VO. on her IFB and like putting on her microphone and she's just like sitting there and she's like absolutely stunning and she's just like Good morning. I'm Caroline Collins. Like yeah. it's what every journalist desires. No, to literally. Be. Okay, so for the for those non-journalism people out there, a VO means you're just talking in the studio and you're not on camera. So she will literally be sitting in the studio putting earrings in or something and she is reading a script that's live on air at that time. She's so impressive. Like, I could never do that, but I have gotten ready in under 10 minutes. So I think if that were an Olympic event, I could medal. I could medal. I love it. So for we've sure. got... We've got tailgating we've got women's golf which exists usa give me a call um we've got putting makeup on what was the other one i said treadmill strutting but we already know we're taking we're taking silver and getting makeup on and treadmill strutting to our to the queens of tiktok i'm trying to think of what other i really don't know what other one we could do i'm a fast talker (gasps) me too like if, I could talk for a long time. If there time. was like, a, like, they say you talk a mile a minute. If you could time it like a track event, I oh, feel like real? we'd be, I feel like you and I'd be winning. Oh, yeah. No, the Italians would take it all. I'm just saying, because that's, that's why yep. I talk so fast. Oh, yeah. So the country of Italy, sweeping. Killing it. But enough of that. Let's take a look at the sports that are happening right here, right now, in Morgantown. Some of them in Morgantown. Some of them outside of Morgantown. So the... Women's soccer team literally just swept the entire state of Oklahoma this past week. Love that for them. So October 5th, they played Oklahoma University, and they won 4 to nothing right, right here in Morgantown at Dick Dlesk Stadium. And then the following Sunday, on October 8th, they beat Oklahoma State 1 to nothing, also at Dick Dlesk. And Sunday was Packet Pink Night. The WVU Medicine Pink Game since October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I love that. Which is so sweet. I, unfortunately, was not able to make either of those because they were both over fall break. Yeah, I was not here either. I was back home for Forest Festival, which was so fun, by the way. But I feel like 
I feel like watching them win, win would have been just as fun. Maybe this is the maybe this is the key to women's soccer success is you and I just need to leave the state of West Virginia or I, was, I need to leave West Virginia and you need to head back home for yeah. so, the weekends. So, sorry ladies, um I will no longer be at in Morgantown for any more soccer games. So sorry that that appears to be the key. So in in an effort to help uh you know for the cause for in, for for the cause I will be leaving Morgantown every weekend that we play here, which actually will only be one more time. Oh, it's ah oh. Our only la- our only remaining home game is on a Monday, so I can't leave Morgantown. Ladies, you got to pull f- pull through for me, please, please. But that is not until October twenty third, because this coming week our Mountaineer soccer girlies play Kansas State in Manhattan, Kansas, on October twelfth, Thursday, which is also when the football team plays Houston. So. Let's hope for two WVU wins that night. But the girls will play Kansas State in Manhattan on October 12th. And then they turn around and play Kansas on Sunday, October 15th in Lawrence. So they're spending, spending the weekend in Kansas, which has to be so depressing. They, well, they, they ain't in Kansas anymore. They ain't in West Virginia they anymore. Well, you know anymore. what? They they just swept the state of Oklahoma, so let's see if sweep, they're going to sweep, sweep the state of Kansas. Sweep Oklahoma, sweep Kansas, and then beat Cincinnati on Monday, October 23rd for the last home game at Dick Delusk Stadium. So we have three more wins in us. Sweep Kansas, beat Cincinnati. Heck yeah. Easy as pie. Heck yeah. <laughs> and that, Best of luck, ladies. I need you guys to beat Ohio. If if you if you can't sweep Kansas, just oh, come beat on. Ohio. Come on, don't be coming for Ohio like that. Ohio does it to themselves. I don't okay. know. <laughs> okay, then not with the slander. I'm so sorry, but I'm also not. Which, granted, I can't be too hard on Cincinnati. That's where I saw Taylor Swift. It'll always hold a special place in my heart. Moving to the court, our volleyball team played the University of Houston, ranked 21st, by the way. 21st ranked University of Houston in Houston uh, on Friday, October 6th, and Saturday, October 7th. They did unfortunately lose both matches, zero sets to three, but they, they've been putting in a lot of good effort. And like, that's always one of the things that's like most, I know, like, Granted, I've never really been on teams like this because I've only ran cross country and track. But having seen teams where they they fight so hard and they have a bunch of really close losses. Mm -hmm. And that's what this volleyball team is. They are playing so hard. So I played volleyball from like third grade to 10th grade. It's like the it's like the sport of my life. I still love it to this day. I ride so hard for these girls and I love them and I think that they're playing they are doing so well despite what their record shows because they are a really hard fighting and a young team exactly I mean some of their strongest players are freshmen and sophomores Mm -hmm. who've been on this team for one or two years and they're taking leadership positions absolutely ladies if you hear this we love you the girls who get you are the girls who get it literally you are the girls who get it they understand that like you know while record a good while well, a winning record is nice. 
they're putting in work now because imagine imagine what kind of leaders these freshmen and sophomores are going to be their senior year when they've started these positions early on and they just continue to develop. Like I'm I'm excited to see what this team is going to do once those strong younger players are like fully developed senior and fifth year leaders. I'm excited for that. So you go girlies keep, keep fighting. Like honestly, they're doing so good. And this week they will continue to fight against UCF on Wednesday, October 11th down in Orlando, Florida. Say hi to Mickey for me. I, I love Orlando. It's so pretty there. And then October 14th, Saturday, they are in Morgantown playing TCU, Horns Down. Right? Horn Frogs Down. Horn Frogs Down in the WVU Coliseum at 2 p.m., which is Youth Day and not near Kids Club Day. Um, I'm not a kid, but, like, that's, that's got to be a pretty fun day. Speaking, speaking of Cincinnati, then we play Cincinnati October 19th and 20th, which... October 20th is the homecoming game. So we have homecoming volleyball game against Cincinnati October 20th. And then the following day is football homecoming against OSU, correct? Yes. Yeah. So fun homecoming weekend at the Coliseum and Milan Pushkar. Heck yeah. That's going to be so sick. We don't we don't have any football in Milan Postcard this weekend, but we do have a pretty big game, do we not, Kaylee? I don't know what I'm going to do two weekends in a row with no Mountaineer football. But luckily, there is Mountaineer football this Thursday against Houston. We will be serving up Dana Holgerson, a big honking plate of L. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, Dana, Dana, Dana spoke very highly of us as a challenger for them. He's he's quaking in his boots a little bit down in Texas. Quite frankly, I don't care. Dana, do you want your loss served hot or cold? <laughs> so we we can do either. I don't 7 p.m. in Houston, October 12th. I actually I didn't hear what Dana said about he's it's, he's scared. It's a- it's it was on he, I think it was on Blue and Gold Nation. I read an interview this morning. He just said that he thinks that we're gonna have a tough defense to get through and he definitely thinks it's gonna be more of a challenge than he anticipated at the beginning of the season. I was Dana scared. I gotta say, <laughs> I love the I love the graphics of us having a seven point nine percent chance to go to the Big Twelve championship game. I love it. You know, the fact that we're we're among the top four chances to get there. We also, we also are undefeated in Big 12 play. Hey, hey, listen. In the words of Charles Wesley Godwin, 14. 14. 14. We were 14th. And look at us now. 7.9% chance to make it to the Big 12 championship game, which is like the fourth highest percentage because I think it was, who was it? It was Oklahoma. Oklahoma and Texas were like Oklahoma, 80 or 90%. Texas. Kansas State and us. Yeah. So, like, which Oklahoma and Texas were 80 and 90, so that's pretty much kind of who it's going to be. So then everybody else was lower, but still, 7.9% is the fourth highest likelihood. I got faith in us. Like I said, I got my gear. I got my gear. We got our gear out last 14. weekend. I'm getting my footing on that wall. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for the professional. I'm going to go for the Olympic rock climbing team. I'm trusting the climb. No, literally, literally, I could make 
the Olympic sport climbing team trusting this climb. Heck yeah. That's that's literally that's, it. that's the takeaway of the episode, ladies and gentlemen. Preparing for the 2024 Olympics by trusting the, the climb. climb. <laughs> that is that's it. But 7 p.m. Tune in FS1. We play Houston. I don't know. I just gotta open a can of whoop butt on Dana Holgerson. That's 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 really all I have to say. I can't really elaborate any further, or I'm gonna keep talking forever and ever. But last but not least, our other football kens, the uh, the other kind of football, they pulled out two ties last week. Uh, October fourth, they tied against Loyola Maryland one to one. And then October 8th, they tied 2-2. Two to two. So while they have been tying, they still have not taken a loss. That's what I was about to say. Our men's soccer team stays winning. They stay winning. They stay winning and tying. What you know, sharing is caring. Share the dub. Sharing is caring. Share the dub. That's the, see, I never understood soccer as a kid because my parents didn't believe in sports where you tie. Like yeah. I was never allowed to play soccer as a kid because there's my parents were like, there's there's winners and losers. You don't sports don't end in ties. Like they just never got soccer because of that. I actually, so my brother and I never played it as little kids. But you know what? I love that phrase. I love the phrase "sharing is caring." I actually found a picture the other day of tiny me playing in my soccer, soccer uniform. Um, I wasn't playing soccer. I think, I think we should post it on Instagram when this episode goes up. Just show the world. I don't, Tiny Kaylee playing soccer. I don't know if you can call what I did playing soccer, but this is me posing in my soccer uniform. Stop it. That's amazing. That's, we'll, we'll make sure this picture gets posted. That was about two sizes too big. But, you know, I went out there. I, I kicked the ball. Did it go where I needed it to go? No. Did I ever score a goal? I don't think so. But I was I was on the field. Maximum effort. I'll, you know what we'll do now that you've shown some little kid pictures of you playing soccer? I will find my OG pictures of me playing volleyball. And as I've mentioned in our Parents as Coaches episode, my mom was my volleyball coach. <gasps> the queen turned 29 for the 15th time today. Aww, it is her birthday queen. when we are recording this. Happy birthday to my beautiful mama. But I will post some pictures of Coach Wentz and player Sydney Wentz in no their prime of like third to fifth grade. That's so slight. See, the other day, because I was, I, I forget where I found all those pictures, but I found that one and I found a picture of when I played t-ball when I was five. My team was the Yankees, so I wanted to be number two. So for one year while I played t-ball, I was number two on the Yankees and fulfilled my dream of being just like Derek Jeter. But that's precious. Coming up for our men's soccer team, we got off track a little there a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we did. It's Whoopsie. okay. What can you do? But coming off two ties this past week, our men's soccer team takes on South Carolina in Columbia, South Carolina, October twelfth. Which is oh my gosh! So we have what does that mean? We have football, women's soccer, and men's soccer on Thursday, October twelfth. Yeah, we have all sorts of football that day. You watch all the football. All the football. Literally every single brand of football. And they, they actually, they're all on at like 7 p.m. So uh, we'll have to pick Just one. Get, no, you got you, you to gotta get them Elvis 3 TVs that he had in his house at Graceland. Ooh. You got to get the Elvis 3 TVs going, y'all. So real. And then coming up after that game, which won't be until the following Wednesday, which is October 18th. I mentioned this last week, but the state of West Virginia has the top two ranked soccer teams right now. And they go head-to-head. In Dick to Le- I'm going to keep talking about 
keep talking about this until it happens. Dick Blesk Stadium, October 18th, WVU against Marshall. We play Little Brother in soccer when we are both ranked among the best in the country. Home field advantage, I think, is going to give us the win in this one. I, I hope it does. I love this. everyone that's been talking about this. I love the state pride around it. This is what makes me love West Virginia is just the everyone is so prideful, whether they're a WVU or a Marshall fan or if they were raised Marshall fans and they came up here and went to WVU or if they were raised WVU fans and they went down and went to Marshall. It's just been such an awesome kind of thing to just feel the energy around this game. I mean, it sold out like, what, a week and a half ago? Oh, yeah, it's been sold out. And then if you're getting tickets and you're getting in, tell us how it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, there will still be a student section, right? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's like me. I grew up in West Virginia. I I lived closer to Marshall when I was younger, but my entire family cheered for WVU. But then um, I had an uncle that went to Marshall. So that that little group was Marshall. My immediate family was WVU. I now have a cousin who goes to Marshall, and I go to WVU. But there's still this pride in, like, this this little state who people forget exists has the best two soccer teams in the country right now. And it's just seeing that. I, I mean, I've never really had anything against Marshall. It's fun to rag on them. But, like, I I have a soft spot for Marshall just because, you know, we, we get each other. And I love it. And I want to be at this game because it's going to be it's going to be so good and it's if it's wvu's first loss if it's wvu's only loss i can take it if it's marshall fair enough for, for the sake of the state of west virginia i i could take it if it's marshall fair enough i'm I, will i cry about it maybe but i could take it all right well that is all that we have for you guys this week. Be looking forward to those games. Thursday's going to be a big day for WVU sports. Oh, absolutely. But until next week, keep on listening. Keep on tuning in. You can listen to The Girls Who Get It at thedaonline.com slash podcasts or wherever you stream podcasts. Get ready for Thursday because The Girls Who Get It. Get it. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye.